Hey you, welcome to The Well. I'm Lois Shodokan and I'm so excited to have you join me here on another episode of The Well. If you don't know already, 2024 is going to be an interesting year. Unless you've been under a cave, you know it's about to get even crazier. And more than ever, as believers, more than ever, we need to be connected to Jesus. More than ever, we need to make sure that we are connected to the source of life. So this episode is a warning and a wake-up call for some of us to make sure, to break us up, to make sure we are standing on the rock. Because when things start shaking, you want to make sure that you're standing on Jesus. When things start looking crazy, you want to make sure that you are standing on the rock. So grab a paper, grab a pen, and you already know, because I'm going to be sharing lots of scripture in this episode. Let's dig in. Throughout the Bible, God has been identified by many names, you know. He's been known as a father. He's been known as Lord. He's been known as the beginning. He's been known as Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. He's he's been known as the end. He's been known as the ancient of days. He's been known as the rock of ages. He's been known as simply the rock. And he's been known as the rock of salvation. If you're familiar with your Bible, then you know that so many times in the Old Testament, even in the and, and the New Testament, God was identified as the rock or stone. First in Genesis chapter 49, verse 34, Jacob described who God was and who God was to him by describing him as the stone of Israel. And in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4, Moses described God as the rock. Let's read it. It says, The rock, his work is perfect, and all his ways are justice. A God of faithfulness. And without iniquity, just and upright is he. And in 2 Samuel, verse 22, verse 32, David said this about God. He said, For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? Hallelujah. Our God is a rock. God is described as a rock. He's described as the unmovable God. He cannot be moved. He's described as a symbol of strength. He's described as our help in times of trouble. He's described as the unshakable one, as the faithful one, and finally as the unchanging one. The world is always changing. The things that are going to happen in 2024 is different from what happened in 2022 or 2020, you know, but the world will change. Our circumstances will change. Things around us will change. The people around us will change. But there's one thing that is unshakable. There, there is one thing that is unmovable and there is one thing that never changed and that is God. The Bible says he remains the same from generation to generation. Hallelujah. God is the one thing that we can build our life on. He's the only thing that never changed. He's the one thing that we can always build our life on because he's unmovable, because he's unshakable. Even when things start shaking in 2024, and I want you to remember this message, when things start shaking around you, in 2024, when things start shaking around you in 2025, God never changed. He's unmovable. He is our solid rock. He is Christ, our solid rock. Hallelujah. It's only through him that we can find fulfillment. It's only through him that we can quench that thirst that is in us. 
that dissatisfaction that is in us. He's the only one that can satisfy us. When all hell breaks loose, we can stand on Christ because he never changes. The world may be shaken, the world may be panicking, but those of us that put our hope in Jesus will not be moved. Say that loud. Say, I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Psalm 62 verse 2 says, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. When we stand on Christ our rock, when we stand on Jesus, the gates of hell cannot prevail. In Matthew 26 verse 28, Jesus said to Peter, says, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah, the gates of hell will not prevail against you and your family in Jesus' name. Come on, say amen. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. So we are saved when we're planted on the rock. We are saved when we're standing on the rock. We are saved when our house is built on the rock. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7, starting from verse 24. It says, everyone then who hears this word of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the flood came and the wind blew and, and beat on the house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears this word of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell. When the flood came and the wind blew and beat against the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. We just read about the rain. We just read about the flood. We just read about the wind. Mark my words, there will be rain in 2024. There will be floods in 2024 and there will be mighty winds in 2024. There will be a shaking in 2024. But those that stand on the rock will not be moved. Hallelujah. Say it again. Say, I will not be moved. I will not be moved. We have to make sure that our relationship is solid with Jesus. We have to make sure that we are grounded in the word. We have to make sure that we are grounded in our intimacy with him. So today I want to talk about three ways to make sure that we are unmovable this year. Three ways to make sure that we are standing solid on the rock. Number one, read the word. Last week I talked about the importance of studying the word and I talked about using the chapter study method so that we can get a, a better understanding of God's word. I cannot emphasize this enough, the importance of us as believers knowing God's word, as believers digging in the word of God. I'm excited that you're here today to watch this video, but there is nothing more important than your intimate time with God. This year, I believe there is a call for more. You know, gone are those days when we're just sitting there reading our two-minute devotion or thinking that we've done something great. God is looking for those that are willing to go deeper, those that are worshiping Him in spirit and truth. Not reading their Bible because it's duty, but those that are hungry. They want to know more God more. They want to be intimate with God. See, when you're building a house and you've not dug deep enough, the foundation is shaky. A lot of us, our foundation is shaky. And that was me foundation is shaky because we're, we have not dug deep in the word. We're doing uh, our two-minute devotional. We're reading um, our, our, our plans and not really studying and understanding the word. 
we're we're getting fed only on Sundays or we're getting fed only on um, made with Bible study. But God is calling us to go deeper, to build a deeper foundation so that our house will not be shaken when the storm comes. Luke chapter 6 verse 47 says, Everyone who comes to me and hears my word and does them, I will show you what he's like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. God wants us to be well built. He doesn't want us to be surface level Christians. He wants our foundation to be deep. He wants our foundation to be well built. Because when you're well built, when the flood comes, when you're well built, when the rain comes, you cannot be moved because you know who you serve. Because you're well built or you've gone deep in the world. I want to encourage you, if you're watching this video, let's do everything we can to get deeper in the Word of God this year. Read it. Meditate on it. Memorize it. Get some tools that will help you. Get a Bible study journal. I have one that would help you, that would transform your life. The link is below. It's available on Amazon. Get a commentary Bible. Get a study Bible. Get any tool that will help you in understanding the Word of God. When you are consistent in the Word, you are able to see clearer. When you are consistent in the Word, you are able to hear God's voice more and, and rightly discern when God is speaking and when He's not. This brings me to my next point. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of spirit, of joint and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word is living and active. God's word helps us to discern better. And I don't know about you, but in, in this year, we need to know how to discern. And God's word is our spiritual sword when you are faced with battle. I don't know about you, but I've had to face many battles in my life. And I thank God that I had his word to hold on to. When the devil whispers that, oh, you're going to die. This sickness is going to kill you. I know the word of God that says, by his right, I am healed. You know, when the devil says, I'm about to get you, that you're not going to make it through this situation. I know when the word of God says that no weapon from the fashion against me shall prosper. So when you have, when you are armed with the word of God, it equips you to be able to fight the battle. It equips you to be able to fight any spiritual battle rightly. If you want to be unmovable in these coming days, <laughs> if you want to be unshakable in these coming days, you have to develop a lifestyle of prayer. The, I love what they say. They say a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. So number two, make prayer a priority this year. No if, but, or, and make prayer a priority. We just read Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, and it says, everyone who hears this word of mine, hears, you can't hear the word of God without intimacy with God. There's, there's a difference between reading and hearing. You can't hear his voice unless you are a true sheep. John 10, verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And so a sheep recognize a shepherd voice because they're familiar with him. If you study shepherds and sheep, a sheep recognize when it's a different voice and they know when is their, their shepherd's voice because they're used to spending time with him. 
they're familiar with him. They've spent so much time with him that they will not answer to a stranger's voice. Hi. They've spent so much time with him that they're able to discern if it's their shepherd speaking or if it's a stranger speaking. Some of us are having a hard time hearing the voice of God because we have not spent enough time with him. So it's not that God is not speaking to you. It's that you don't know how to recognize his voice because you're not spending time with him. It is only through our consistent time with him that we're able to learn and discern when God is speaking and if it's God. When you spend time with him, you're able to discern how he speaks to you. You know that God doesn't speak to everybody the same way. Some people, he speaks to them maybe through dreams. God speaks in different ways and he communicates in different ways to, to each of us. But we cannot recognize the way he speaks if we, don't, if we don't have intimacy with him, if we don't spend time with him. Luke 11 verse 28 says, But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep. So it's one thing to hear the voice of God. We hear the voice of God through intimacy, through prayer, through reading the word. But it's another thing to keep the word of God. This brings me to my third point. If you want to be unmovable, make sure that you act on God's word. I want to read Luke chapter 6 again, starting from verse 47. Everyone who comes to me and hears my word and does them, I will show you what he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. He says, everyone who comes to me, hears my word and does them. So it's not enough to just come to him. It's not enough to just hear his word. We also have to do that. Even if you go to church Sunday to Friday, it will not do you any good if you're not acting on the word of God. These are acts of obedience that will keep us securely placed on the rock. What is God asking you to do that you're still procrastinating on? What is that vision that he put in your heart and you're still second guessing? James 1.22 says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. See, when we're just hearing the word and we're not making, we're not making moves, when we're reading our Bible, we're going to church every Sunday, we're going to Wednesday service, we're doing all this all-night prayer, and we're not taking steps, we're not acting out the word. The Bible says we are deceiving ourselves. I love the last part of that scripture. It says, Everyone then who hears this word of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. I hope that was a blessing to you. And I really feel like this message is a message that, it's not a fancy message, it's very simple and basic, but I feel like it's a message that we need to hear. And like I mentioned, that there is going to be some shaking, there's going to be some things happening this year. And I believe that God wants his people to, to be securely planted on him. So I hope this message has been a blessing. I hope that you implement every aspect of it in your life. I pray that God will give you the grace. I pray that God will give you the strength and the wisdom. And I pray that the hunger of God will rise up in you in the name of Jesus. Well, you were blessed. Don't forget to click the like button. Don't forget to subscribe. And don't forget to click the notification button so that you do not miss our message coming next week. Have a wonderful day. Bye. 
Call me, don't baby, don't hold me to sides. 